Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show, where you can get all your hot tips on astrology. <laughs> Which planets are in retrospect? Yeah, yeah. you betcha. We're, we, we got it all for you. It's going to be a good week. We're going to be reading horoscopes today, and it is the age of Aquarius. Okay. What? <laughs> fantastic i just i don't know we didn't we didn't we didn't write anything down today normally i got a couple notes but i got nothing today i got nothing you know we're just gonna go with the flow yeah why not we're gonna go with the flow and um but there is one very important announcement um what's that well it's november 1st oh happy rent day happy rent day i think i think i'm gonna have to double check because on the first i i have a first of month checklist so i'm gonna yeah. have to print that off and double check but i think we've received all of our rent what i think hang on a second we we actually have like audio effects in this show so i'm gonna i'm gonna see if this works i just just uh, hang on a second um uh <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> a very, a very respectful clap. Very respectful clap. Yeah. Not, not an overwhelming cheer, but just a very yeah. respectful. That sounds like a golf clap. Yeah. Right? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I've been waiting to use it. I, mean, I, got I feel it. like it goes along with that at the end where it's like, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's true. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, I, I wanted to add in some like some goofy like Hong Kongs whenever there's a funny joke or something, but <laughs> we needed I, that when Uranus was in retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, I laughed about that so hard all day because oh. I forgot about it until uh, Jared brought it up on the social medias. <laughs> well, yeah, because we uh, we started off, you know, good morning, Emmanuel. Good morning. Uh, we started off um, just through the normal chat, then we got real deep. We got real deep about equality and, and your life's purpose, and we completely forgot about, you know, that. Right off the start of the show. Yeah. Wayne uh, put Uranus into retrospect. Okay. So these are recorded episodes, and someone's going <laughs> to. Yeah, the, this is true. Someone's going to click on this episode, be the first one they listen to of the hundred and some odd, that, uh, whatever. And you're gonna uh, have no clue what we're talking about. No idea what we're talking about. Yeah. But uh morning, Robbie. Morning, Kathleen. Oh, Kathleen changed her name for us so that yes. Wayne doesn't keep calling her Julie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about this app. We can just, yeah, you guys are popping in saying good morning and we get to chat with you. I love mm -hmm. it. I mm -hmm. love it. We um had a pretty fun weekend. Yeah. Um, we had the open house yesterday. We did. Um so for those of you who aren't aware, we did an open house at one of our flip projects yesterday on Halloween. It was a lot of fun. Um, current stage right now, it is pretty much all done. I mean, everything's pulled out and it's prepped. So yeah, our walls contractors are have started priming. Yeah. Um, they prepped the ceiling. Oh, shoot. Write a note down. Did you, <laughs> did you write a note down about the ceiling? No. Okay. We'll write a note down. We're <laughs> 
You have a pen in front of you as well, maybe. Well, dear. this is your project. I don't have to, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow up on so this. So we're supposed to be texturizing the ceiling, I'm pretty sure today or tomorrow. And Wayne yesterday decided hey, after uh, somebody asked us about the ceiling <laughs> that it looks really good. So they scraped it and started patching it and stuff. The popcorn. Uh, they scraped yeah, all the scraped popcorn. The popcorn. And now Wayne wants to go no popcorn. No well, the whole reason for going popcorn is to save money. Yeah, um, and save labor. labor. Yeah, mm. it's tough to make that ceiling look pristine when you're sanding, you know, above your head and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's a real pain in the butt. So a lot of people, what they'll just do is they'll just kind of tape the seams and just do a quick mud. And then they just spray popcorn over top of it so that they don't have to deal with sanding overhead. I mean, oh God, if you've ever sanded overhead, it's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard on the shoulders, hard on the arms. You look like a ghost. And yeah, well, <laughs> the, the dust is coming down in your face. It's, oh, it's just brutal. So, you know, you, but we didn't expect a 1970s townhouse to have, you know, a ceiling in, in that good condition underneath the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Well, they did some patch repairs. There was some stuff going on that needed fixing, but yeah. Yeah, so we're we're doing. We the have open. really good contractors. Like you we look do. at the edges on like the drywall stuff that they've done so far, and it's just like, God, we're lucky. Yeah, even even the trim that the the door trim around the the door yeah. frames. I'm looking. I'm like, oh man, I and I'm um, my background is in in, in inspections, so and not not in like home inspections, but like. I notice things, you know, as you're walking through, you'll, you'll, you'll you just have an eye for it. You'll just be walking through and you'll say, Oh, Oh, um, I can't find anything with these guys. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. For real. He's and like, that's oh, something that we've had trouble with in the past is finishing yes. work with contractors. And it was a really big deal for us because we have high expectations. If we're paying somebody to do, to do the job, it needs to be done right. Like, yeah. and that's where, you know, I, in some senses, you get what you pay for, right? Yeah. So don't try to cheap out on that stuff or you're going to end up with a shitty product. <clears throat> it's a tough one. That was a big question that came up yesterday was that, um, you know, can we can we use your guys? And I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was, we got super lucky that we found yeah. Rick um, just through a friend. Um, they say, hey, try this guy out. And we tried him out and we were using him for handy. For our rental portfolio, yeah. He and was our- just sending him out to random, random uh, rentals to fix stuff. Yeah. So we had some work to do at our basement suite, um, which was in our last house and our main floor before we moved and our main floor before we moved. And just like, we start like, it gave him a long, um, honeydew, honeydew list. Yeah. And, uh, I was just watching him. I'm just like watching all of his different ideas. Well, we can just do it like this or I can just shim it up like that. And this guy's know what he's doing. And, um, you know, you you don't expect that much, you know, just to come in, fix this thing, you know, paint a little here, touch it up there. Um, but he did really good work. Yeah. And then so we started chatting with him about, you know, doing, um, you know, a, a townhouse flip and, and you know, just reno- easy renovations. And uh, he did phenomenal work. Phenomenal. Yeah. And it turns out he's got, a, you know, a couple other friends that um, that uh, that do just as good uh, of work as he does. And, and they, they charge um, yeah. really, really good rates. So. Yeah. And it's actually his buddy and his buddy's daughter. So it's like really cool to see the dynamic in there when you go in. It's just like a little family working away kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's amazing. She was actually the one um, that was sending the ceiling when I was in there last week. And she did look like a ghost. <laughs> oh, was she? Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. 
it's pretty cool to see them at work. They just, they work so well together and they're so quick and just amazing at what they do. So yeah, mm -hmm. we're very lucky. Um, but in order to find, you know, a, well, the next question was, well, how do I find a contractor who charges a really good rate <laughs> and they do phenomenal work? Honestly, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. We went through a lot of different contractors. Um, and, and you don't really find out how good their finishing work is until they're, they're, they're finished or on their, the, the last stretch, right? Yeah. Because a lot of it, the prep work. Yeah, that's <laughs> all Kathleen easy. says by sure luck. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Because they're doing all the work. They, they, you know, they demo really fast. They're like, oh, you guys are getting in here fast, right? And you start putting stuff together. They're moving. You're like, oh, these guys are really fast. They, they keep the place tidy. Great, great, great. And then it's when they start putting the trim on. They start doing the, you know, you start seeing the second and third coat of paint. You start Tile seeing work. the tiling work yeah. and you're like, oh, I, I hope they're going to fix that, that grout line. Oh, I hope they're, I hope they're going to, yeah. you know, fill that seam on the, on that, uh, on that corner on the, on the trim. Yeah. And then they don't. Or, and just like things you don't even think of. Like I remember one of our renovations, like just did this like big tile job around like the shower and bathrooms and stuff, all the, all the, um, tile work in there and then not using schluter around like the edges to like finish Pardon? it off schluter <laughs> what kazente <laughs> the, the metal edging oh. around tile work <laughs> oh schluter what the fuck is schluter <laughs> just goes to show Again, that i'm not folks, involved in these projects I at all do our, i uh, coordinate our renovations what the fuck is schluter <laughs> Anyways, it's stuff like that where it's like you don't think that you need to ask a contractor to finish your tile job with metal edging. Yeah. I'll call it metal edging from here on out for Wayne. Yeah, for us laymen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's just in the quality of the contractor, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, he like that guy left and we're like, uh, you gonna And then it's too late. You can't get your you can't get your schluter in there when it's all done. Oh dear God. <laughs> Why you gotta take it there? <laughs> I didn't. Okay, I said it. Sorry, um, guys. Yeah, because he he kind of left it, it, the the edge of I mean the edge the was 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 roughed because it still had like a little bit of extra like mortar from underneath. Yeah, and grout. Like, and no, he like yeah. created like a, a an odd grout exterior line. It was just ugh. so you would have had to scrape it all and without trying to damage the tile and then put your put your sluter in there. <laughs> No, the schluter goes underneath. Once it's done, it's done. Oh, it goes underneath? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't go around. Oh. It, goes, it slides right in behind the tile. Oh, he really? Grouted in there. Oh, yeah. see, I thought it just kind of, I no. didn't know it slides in behind the tile. Did yeah. not know that. Um, I just thought it goes around the exterior and it's like an adhesive to hold it in. Wayne just looks pretty behind the camera, you guys. <laughs> you want to talk to me about advanced creative strategies yeah. and building real estate businesses? I'm your guy. You want to talk about Schluter? I'm your girl. Call, call your girl. <laughs> My goodness. Um, oh, and Daniel's um, getting a kick out of that. Yeah. Time. So sheer luck. Sheer luck. If you can find, if you can find someone who you know who, who kind of and it's who, trial and error. Like even for handymen, like holy moly, we've been through the ringer. The, but at the end of the day, like we've been really lucky the last couple of years um, when we found a couple guys that did, again, amazing work. We were paying more. They costed more. And we had to be OK with that because we were getting what we needed instead of, you know, like 
some random Joe Schmo coming in and half-ass fixing a leaking shower or whatever you know what yeah. I mean so you get what you pay for and we finally just realized that like we need quality people and that we had to start paying for them so that's what we did but then they started only doing bigger jobs bigger projects and stuff mm -hmm. so we had to start back at square one and find somebody and thankfully uh somebody in the community recommended Rick to us and mm -hmm. I think we kind of stole him and put him to work on big projects now yeah because like it's even <laughs> tough now like when we've got um when we got the small little stuff at our at our rental properties he's like well do you want to pull me away from this yeah thing? <laughs> like uh we'll just put that little job off for a few more weeks yeah you can fix that closet later yeah um yeah so um it's it, this this project's been going really good and uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday. Lots of... Yeah, really good turnout. Holy man. Like, I knew how many people were coming, but it was just kind of like, wow. Like, yeah. And we got to put a lot of... We got to put a lot of faces to names. Yes. Because um, a, lot like, a lot of people that are listening here, we see you. Um, and a lot of people that have reached out, you know, online. Um, a lot of people from Calgary came in. Yeah. Car we full of people from Calgary. Car well, two cars. <laughs> oh, really? Um, so Artie and, and oh, yeah. Scott came as well. Yeah. Um, and then Jared uh, loaded up a vehicle as well <laughs> and um, all came in from Calgary. So that was, that was really cool. Yeah, and, it was. Um, it was good to see Jared again. Good to meet Josh. Good to meet Zakaya. Um, yeah. So it was, it was, it was really great. And then a lot of people from Edmonton that we haven't met yet. Um, yeah. So, and. You know, what was really cool. What? Seeing our little like morning show top fans. Yeah. All show up. That was so cool. I was just like, it's our crew. It's our morning show crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the race the race is on today. Uh, Robbie and Kathleen are neck and neck. Oh, man. Um, you know, coming in behind, you know, right behind is Tony and Emmanuel and Ryan. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it is really cool. It, it's, it's awesome. I, I know I know. it's it's kind of silly. You're just clicking a little little button and it's just, it just shows a little hard or whatever. But um, legit, if you if you look on the app, it's 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 those those. <laughs> those hearts or whatever, those pod points, yeah. whatever the heck they call them, um, that determines the, the rankings. Yeah, so, it levels us up. Um, it opens new It's not a monetary thing, that's for sure. Except for, you know, I think we have about 10 cents we've acquired. <laughs> <laughs> 10 cents. Um, so we're uh, making it big. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, stuff came up at the... I mean, like, we basically were broken off into... Uh, I thought that we would kind of be like doing stuff together yesterday at the at the tour and yeah we were in separate yeah, rooms of the house. i don't think i saw you until the end when i was like wayne you got to get people out of here we got to go you got to go trick-or-treating <laughs> got to go trick-or-treating <laughs> um what kind of conversations were you having uh to be honest i was i was focusing on the new people that was that were coming in just making sure that they had an opportunity to kind of to to hear everything that i'd already said but mm. um conversations were mostly around the numbers of how does this work? Like, you know, what yeah. did you buy it for? What's the renovations? What's the holding costs? How are you financing it? What's the after repaired value? What's the projected profit? Yeah. Um, so we had a lot of conversations like that and, and a lot of individual conversations with people, like I mm -hmm. said, that I, that I had chats with on the phone, you know, um, some have had coaching calls with some have had, um, you know, just little introductory calls and just kind of, setting them in you know on a path um so just mostly just talking getting to know people um yeah. but uh the whole intent of the the, the open house was to to, to 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 open it up and and to show people how to do it yeah right? and, and that there's an opportunity 
Yeah. Um, especially with townhouses right now and uh, in Edmonton, at least, yeah. um, you know, there's an opportunity to find great complexes buy low and renovate them and flip them or burr them or whatever. So we ran through all of those numbers, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. We had Calvin Hexter there, which was great that he showed up on his birthday. And um, yeah, people got to get their questions answered, which was awesome. <clears throat> so lots of really good feedback. And for, on my end, um, lots of really good feedback on the morning show as well. People yeah. thanking us for, you know, being here and doing this. And we are so happy to be here and so grateful that people are finding value in it. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool to have the, you know, the, the loyal listeners every morning. And um, I, I admire it. I admire it, you know, that I know it's hard to get up. I know that there are a few people listening to this recording that have told me, hey, Wayne, I'm working on it. I normally get up at eight. Last week, I started to get up at seven. I'm going to slowly get to 630. <laughs> and then when I get to six, I'm going to start listening every morning. I know it's 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 tough. Um, yeah. If you're on the other side of the country, yeah, it's eight o'clock. It's much easier for you. Yeah. Um, but I get it and I admire it. I know it takes dedication. I know it takes... Um, it, it it takes a lot to to change your routine and and also to to spend your mornings learning yes right that's i i try and pack as much value in as possible in these episodes these one hour episodes because mm-hmm. i want to i want to make sure that i give as as much as i can in order for you to have that oh wow or that aha moment or that breakthrough moment you're like oh yes shit that's what i wanted to know i now i'm good to go right yeah i don't want you to just come here every morning you know for the next two years and never do anything. Yeah. I mean, what I hope, honestly, is I hope that you hear what you need to hear and you go and you take action and you never listen to us ever again. <laughs> really? Like I would much rather prefer that. Mm-hmm. I would much rather prefer that you got what you needed and you go and you and you build what it is that you want in life. Um, I promise you, your perfect life doesn't involve me every morning. I mean, I mean I'm flattered, but. Mine does. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. One person, <laughs> one person it does. Um, yeah, so super happy that everyone's here. Um, mentioned Calvin's birthday. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Gabby went down to uh, a donut shop uh, called... Donut Party. Donut Party. And uh, they made... However many letters are in happy birthday, that happy, many donuts. Yeah, a donut for every letter in happy birthday. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. We were able to uh, surprise him with that. Yeah. Um, really grateful for Calvin. Yeah. He's he's, a great uh, dude. he's done a lot for us. Yeah. Um he's actually going to be at the um cabin retreat this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was another topic that came up yesterday. People yes. asking if it was full. Yeah. Sorry guys. Oh, yeah. Snoozy loose. Snoozy loose. <laughs> cabin retreat's full. Um This weekend, wow. That came fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um wow. You know what I and I kind of had it in my calendar. I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, I'll I'll focus on the last little couple things of cabin retreat." that yeah. week and now i'm thinking about, shit it's monday okay so i guess i'm <laughs> we got to finish up the last couple of things for the cabinet sheet this weekend it's it's yeah. it's a big weekend yeah it is uh, yeah we have wayne's uh, dad flying in to uh stay with everly this weekend mm-hmm. so yeah lots going on and lots to get ready for mm-hmm. and uh, like i said calvin's coming uh barry mcguire's coming oh that was a big conversation as well over the weekend was that um a lot of people were like, wow, I listened to that episode with Barry McGuire and just like... Mind blown. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember my first ex, you know, experience hearing about it. Creative strategies. 
I'm trying to remember. Actually, no, I don't remember. Now that I, I'm, 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 I fibbed a little. I remember the first time we took the course and being, you know, feeling like the dumbest person in the room. Um, I don't remember how I first heard about a group for sales. I think through Rain because Barry was always on stage at Rain talking yeah. about creative stuff. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe it was. I um. And I know a bunch of you people, um, listeners, uh, you've all taken Barry McGuire's courses and uh, the agreement for sales and the rent owns. Um, and, and feel free, guys, to call in today. Um, you are more than welcome to call in as much as you want. If we're busy, we won't answer. <laughs> but but uh, feel free to call in and get your questions in because um, you know, we've got lots we can talk about, but we'd much rather you know answer like a, the questions. Mm-hmm that you guys have. This is just like this is free mentorship every morning. We are open books. You know, you want to know how to find this. You want to know who to call for this. We'll give the honest answers. Sometimes too honest. <laughs> um, Kathleen says, if I work days, I can be up live, but if I'm working evenings and I listen to the recording, nice. oh, we, thank you. Yeah. Um, we really do appreciate it. And um, what you don't work evenings and then wake up at the crack of dawn to listen to us. <laughs> I thought you were harsh. Fan. I thought you were a fan. <laughs> Getting a bad contractor can sink you. How does one's oh, how does someone screen contractors? Hmm. <clears throat> I like what we've done is just put them to the test. Send them in for give them small a, stuff. Yeah, yeah, give them something small to go do. And I mean something that you can, you know, actually be like, oh wow, they did a good job instead of like, you know, changing light bulbs. Um, but give them something to do and go check on their work and see how they did. What did they charge you? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's, I mean, like we haven't, we've never really gone and like checked references and said, show us pictures of, I mean, for bigger, I guess we have for bigger projects, but, um, it, it's very similar to like tenants. Are they going to, are they going to give you shitty pictures? Are yeah. they going to give you shitty references? Yeah. So yeah, you can ask for references. Yeah, you, you can, can ask to go see a project they've done if they have a client that's willing to, but it gets tough. It's like, doesn't really, people aren't really willing to do that. And you probably need that work done too sweet. Like you don't have time to go and look at three different contractors. Schedule three different contractors to schedule their previous clients to allow you to go in. And then, I mean, yeah, if tough. you want to do it right, that's the way you're going to do it. Like I said, very similar to tenants. Are you going to ask all of your tenants to see, you know, their previous or where they live right now? And then you're going to go drive there and spend two hours of your evening and when your kids are busy and they got to go to bed. Like, honestly, the best thing thing is to reach out to the to the community and mm -hmm. get those referrals like not because if you ask them for their referrals, they're like Wayne just said, it's like asking a tenant for their references, they're not going to give you a crappy reference. Mm-hmm. Um, so asking within the community, within the invest- investing community and getting references that way. I mean, like some people don't want to share their contractors, just like Wayne said, no, you can't have ours. <laughs> mine. Yeah. But, um, you know, like we've one, one of our previous contractors who actually we've, we tried to use recently, but he was too busy and had stuff going on and couldn't. We've, we've, um, shared him a few times yep. with different people. Um, so, you know, people are willing to share contractors, especially if they don't have any upcoming jobs for them. You know, yes. like we want to keep good contractors busy, right? So if Wayne and I didn't have ongoing projects and, you know, like then another one coming up, then we, it might be different, but we need them. We're keeping busy. Well, even between these last two jobs, um, 
we didn't have this the flip that we we we, um, we hosted yesterday. We didn't have that lined up until like last minute. Like I told everybody there, I found it on a Sunday and we 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 took the keys nine days later. Like it was a very yeah. quick. I was in and out, had an unconditional offer that day, and had possession in nine days. Um, but that wasn't planned. So I had actually lined up him for another job with uh, a friend of uh, Gabby's um, who was looking to get her whole house painted. Um, so to be honest, I don't ever know what happened to that. Oh. <laughs> he, pr- he probably called her up and said, yeah, sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> um, sorry if you're listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, if you've got someone good. Keep them busy. I- ideally say, Hey, you're going to be my guy or girl and I want to keep you busy Yeah, and give them things to do. We also had another backup project that we were going to get our, one of our whole suites painted. Yeah. We were going to be like, okay, well, here's two weeks or one week, you know, to get our whole yeah, suite painted week, yeah. and get these things repaired and whatnot so we had to to call our old guys and thankfully they were available (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah yeah that topic on um handymen and contractors finding good ones comes up a lot actually i've gotten a few messages over the past couple weeks uh people asking if i know anybody i'm like i'm trying to find somebody to go fix a couple doors (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i i don't know and it's hard i called like um edmonton handyman or something it's just like uh whatever and are you, you going to bash them well no, well in a, a name? in a sense i don't think that was their name but like i googled edmonton handyman and like it came up as a um what do you call it um i'm it's six something in the morning and i can't think of the name for <laughs> a company that has many all over the place <laughs> wayne's just looking at me like what the F are you talking about, Gab? Anyways, I called them. Schluters? Yeah. Is it uh, Schluters? Schluters, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I called them and I was like, I need, a, I need two doors fixed at the same property, a closet door and a sliding half bathroom door. And it was going to be a $300 call out plus $108 an hour for them to send out one guy. That plus sounds materials, completely reasonable. Plus, so I was like, so you're going to go fix my two doors that are already installed for a minimum of like four or 500 bucks. I was like, I could get new doors installed for yeah. that price. Like I could literally call up whoever Lowe's and be like, can you please deliver these doors, install them and paint them for the same price that this handyman wants to go reattach a door. Yeah. He's, he's gotta, <laughs> he's gotta put longer screws in Yeah, because the, the screws, um, they, they tore out on a, on a, on I don't know, two hinges. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just got to go and he's got to refill them with yeah, longer So it's screws. tough, you guys. I Like, I get it. The handyman thing is tough. Yeah. So you find somebody and you keep them busy and you're loyal to them. And when they invoice you, you pay them the second that invoice comes through. Mm-hmm. You thank them profusely. You start your messages with, good morning, how are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, having a good network is is very important, too. Yes. Um, I mean these days it's it's quite amazing the the network you, you can create online you don't mm-hmm. have to go to different networking to events anymore yeah <laughs> you know you can just join the 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 whatever the four or five facebook groups you know on this side of the country and suddenly you know you're part of a network of 2000 people and you can post at 6:30 on a monday morning hey i'm looking for a a reliable contractor to do you know fix my my closet doors, you'll have a bunch of responses in, in, in 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. That's just, 
we should all be grateful and 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 not take for granted the fact that that, that man the internet sure has connected us it, what a time to be alive yeah what a time to be alive you can you can download an app for goodness sake and and find contractors in your area and they can bid on your work like yeah we we do that with um with our lawn maintenance yeah um most no pros i don't know how the heck you found that most no pros some app and you take a picture of- i found them in their startup they they're uh the guys who started it is out of calgary i think mm-hmm. and he started it in calgary and edmonton and i didn't realize that they were like in their infancy i was like probably one of their first customers in yeah. edmonton and uh yeah they've grown a lot but you know what we had a couple bad we were using them for our own property as well we're busy and didn't have time to mow the lawn so we were calling them in for our own property and had a couple uh bad mows and i ended up finding just a contractor who came regularly Okay, so I don't. I, we shouldn't say anything bad about them because most no pros. What they are is they are a. Um, oh, they're fantastic! It is such a cool setup. So it's it's kind of like an Uber kind yeah. of setup. It's the Uber of lawn mowing. Um, <laughs> Should be their tagline. <laughs> no, but con- like contractors or lawn mowers sign up as a as a person on as available a as a mower, and yeah, you can like log into their app. Um, so whether it's lawn mowing or snow removal, mm-hmm. most snow pros, and you literally type in your address, you type in what kind of property you live in, whether it's a corner lot, um, you know, a front and a back, uh, just a front, like you literally select basically like your square footage. And, um, you know, if it's removing snow, whether there's like a side, the side then back that you want to do, or if it's just the front sidewalk, and then they pump out a suggested rate, but you could literally offer $10 below that or $10 offer that mm-hmm. um, over that, whatever you're willing to pay. And obviously, and then so the, the mowers, they can pick up the job if they're in your area or if they're whatever, just sitting around waiting for a job to pop up and they see yours, they can accept it. Yep. So the the better you pay, the quicker you're going to get somebody out and to do a probably really fantastic job. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I used to always just go with the suggested rate. If it was urgent, I would do like five bucks above to try to just get somebody quick. Yep. Um, well, and, that's the other thing. If you want it done today, yeah. you know, you're going to want well, it. Well, I think it's usually always today. Like I never, ever had a problem with that. It was always same day. Like yeah. I would post it and within anywhere from 20 minutes to a couple hours, somebody was there. With so, a lawn more in the back of their truck, they yeah, roll and, it out, cut your lawn. Yeah. And then, and whenever I did have problems, I would just submit that there was a problem. They missed something or whatever, and they were happy to fix it and send somebody back out or, yeah. or whatever. So, and they, like the, the owner, the guy who started it is fantastic. He's the one like literally <clears throat> answering the emails. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really cool service. We suggest it to our tenants. Um, you know, if they need help or if they're going to be away on vacation or whatever to just, cause you can just from wherever you are, you could be on the beach in Mexico and open up the app and be yeah. like, Ooh, got a big snowfall in Edmonton. Got to get that sidewalk cleared and yeah. submit it and away you go. So yeah, super cool. And, and, you and think- they're expanding too. Like they're in multiple cities now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's another one of those examples of people were like, "Hey, you know, my 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 suite's vacant or my property's vacant. Yes. Does anyone have a good landscaper?" It's the exact same thing as a handyman. You want to like, there's not we we struggle with it before we found them. Yeah. We struggle with like, "Hey, does anyone have like a landscaper that will cut lawns and weed and stuff like that?" And we couldn't find any. We're like, "Oh, my buddy does it," or like and people say like, "Oh, why don't you just put something on Facebook and ask about one of the local kids who wants twenty bucks." 
Well, like you want to know that they're going to go down there and they're going to do a good job, mm-hmm. right? So if you have a reliable app, you know what I mean? That yeah. you can just like Gabby said, me in the beach of Mexico, you're like, oh shoot, my lawn's probably overgrown and it needs to be watered. Just go into the app and, and put your request for what you need, Yeah. right? And then they send you a picture afterwards of it being done. Yeah, they send you a picture when they get there of the before and then they send you a picture when they're leaving, when it's done. And yeah, and then it just gets taken off the payment that you've already submitted into the app. So you don't even need to think about it. Yeah, it's to have that, not in your Rolodex, but like to have that as as part of your business, just to know that you can rely on it getting done. It takes you five minutes to set up in an app. There you go. I mean, it's- And then you claim your receipt on your taxes and away you go. Super simple. this is this is another big thing we talked about on on Sunday yesterday at the open house was that like just building your team you know what I mean that's that's a team member it sounds silly but that's a team member I mean we have a landscaper now we got off of that and we got a landscaper because um, we get our own property um, mode mm-hmm. um, and in the winter we get it shoveled as well uh, when we well did they in the winter no I shovel. <laughs> Um, Sorry, Wayne. Um, did I just hurt your ego? <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Okay, I, it's totally fine. He's fine. Don't worry, guys. God likes shoveling. <laughs> you guys, I grew up in the country where, like, I had like with a single mom as well. I had to pitch in. I had to mow the lawn. I had to shovel a gigantic driveway. I had to like do all those things. So I'm just like, oh, it's snowing out. Got to go shovel. <laughs> like it's just, I don't know. It's in my makeup. <laughs> I don't even give Wayne a chance. Well, uh, I've historically had some back issues for yes, the last uh, 15 well. years. So yeah. uh, if I go and shovel, I'm out. He's out. Yeah. I'm out for a week. And that was always a big, scary thing for me when I was at my job. Yeah. That, um, especially because I'm I'm working, phrasing, phrasing. I'm working down on my knees on the floor. <laughs> um, <Schlitter>. in, in, <laughs> inspecting. Um, I can't have a bad back. Um, otherwise I can't work or if I'm at a plant site and I have to climb ladders all day, I can't have yeah. that. So, um, me, I'm yeah, telling Gabby, I'm careful. like, just fucking hire, hire somebody. To do it. Yeah. Like, please, like, I don't want you out there doing it, slipping and, you know, you're trying to get out the door and trying to get everybody to school kind of yeah. thing. So I can't help myself. Gabby's like, ah, oh, it's just a light dusting. I'll just take care of it. Yeah. So, but, um, as I said, like if you've got a vacant suite and it's been sitting there for two or three weeks, um, and, you know, it's on the other side of the city or you have a rental property in another city altogether just to be able to like yeah. find something like that. Find someone on your team that can go down there and, and be reliable. Build that team. Team yeah. building is huge. Yeah. And take care of your vacant properties. Mm-hmm. Like that's very important. Curb appeal and keeping neighbors happy and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when you go do your viewings, it's not overgrown and ugly. Yeah, I want to I want to touch on one last thing with most no pros before I um, before I move, change topics. But, but before I do that, I want to say that, like, again, you guys are allowed to call in <laughs> if you want to you want to hear us rambling on about like how Gabby shovels and I don't and how I'm a horrible husband. I mean, <laughs> sit back and relax. <laughs> but um, here, uh, we'll give you a free coffee. If you guys call in, first person that calls in, I'll give you a free coffee on us from Starbucks. Nice. Um, yes, Tony, franchise. That's what I was trying to say. Franchise. Wayne was looking at me like I was an alien. I thought Thank for you. sure it was Schlitter. I just could not come up with the word. I was just, yeah, just dead inside. My brain was like, that's mush. My, that's my new fill-in word. Schlitter. Um, hey, so uh, new investors or people 
um, you know, who have a job and you're like, hey, how do I make a little extra cash to start saving on the side for my next down payment or for, you know, some money to, to put into renovations or how do I make a little extra side hustle cash? Most no pros. You got a lawnmower? You got a shovel? Call them up. Become a, 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 a most no pro. <laughs> like, you know, like there's there's so many opportunities these days. Like yeah. I said, it's, it's an amazing time to be alive. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like you can go and lazy ass people. Can you believe, and I we're one of them, that you can have your groceries delivered to your goddamn door. You can order your groceries. Instacart, game changer. You can order your groceries on your goddamn phone and somebody will go and deliver them to your door. And you can be that somebody. Yeah. Like you can make probably 20 bucks an hour delivering someone's groceries like the lazier we get the more opportunities there are to make money on the side you can have a full-time job and you can spend the evenings delivering groceries to lazy people Mm -hmm. or delivering people to their destinations Mm -hmm. right you don't have to go have a taxi medallion anymore um you know you can use your car yeah and pick up drunk people um you could you can bring drunk people their alcohol yeah like (laughs) The lazier we get, there is an Uber for everything. Yeah. Everything. I used to do mystery shopping. Yeah. I did mystery shopping. I, I found um I was doing I found an app. Um, I'll tell the story. I probably told it before on the podcast before at some point, but um my hours were limited at work and I'm like, okay, I need to step up because mm-hmm. um I, I'm working 10, 15 hours a week. I, I ironically I ran into someone from my previous uh, career. Um, recently at the at the hairdresser and he said he was working 10 15 hours a week right now and just kind of sitting just kind of sitting around me when that happened i'm like okay i need to uh, i'm gonna do whatever the hell it takes i'm gonna make money on the internet yeah and that's literally what i did how do you make money on the internet and this is what five six years ago seven years ago something like that yeah and um i remember the tv was on the news was on i'm sitting at home doing nothing and it was like and now we're going to talk to this person over here and we're going to show you how you can make a little extra money at the grocery store. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And there was a new app called Field Agent. And basically what it was is that they had these little tasks that you can do um, where you can do like price checks and stuff like that. Um, go into your local grocery store and they'd have little jobs. So you open up the app and they're like, there'll be a job over at Superstore. And it's like, you accept it. You, you got accept like two a $3 hours to complete job. It or you got two hours to complete it. And it's like, find these different SKU numbers. So it's like, find um, Skippy peanut butter. Skippy peanut butter. It's 300 exactly grams. what I was trying to say. How do you know Skippy peanut butter? I'm in your head. Get out of my head. <laughs> find Skippy peanut butter and uh, tell us what the price is. And yeah. tell us what the discounted price is. So they were like doing price checks. And I don't know if it was competing companies. It well, probably also was. stock, like make sure that there's over... At least five on the shelf or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like lots of different kind of things. Um, I To be honest, I, I assume it was like com- it was other competitors. They were trying to figure out what the prices were. So they were and so rather than them sending their moles in for price checking, they'd send you there while you're getting your, you know, getting your lunch meats anyways. And so we started doing that. And uh, I mean, it was it was it was a hustle. You had to do a lot of them to. You can only book so many jobs at a time. There'd be 20 in the city. And you're like, okay, I'm about to make 60 bucks um, for the day. And it's 20 different grocery stores at $3 each. And sometimes you might be able to get, you know, two at the same store. Yeah. But, you know, so you plan out your whole route, right? And you try and figure, okay, I got to go here, 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 here. 
and I'm going to drive around the city, all these different grocery stores and do this. And if I can do three an hour, then I'm going to make nine bucks an hour. But nine bucks an hour is way better than zero and sitting at home doing nothing. So we're doing that for a few months. And I mean, I'll, hell, I remember like it was like literally a few months we were doing that every day. And we'd see we'd wake we wake up early at 530 in the morning to see which um, that's when they release all the jobs of the day. Mm-hmm. And we would lock in as many as we could. And we're like, OK, I guess we're going all over this place today or I guess we're going over here. And then I remember one particular night, it was like 7.30 at night, we're getting everly ready for bed. And then like, I just pulled up the app and like 20 jobs popped up in Edmonton. And we're like, okay, we're going. And so we went out and stayed up to like 11 o'clock at night doing a bunch of pharmacies, you know, to make an extra, I think after gas was paid, we made like 30 bucks. Yeah. And it was like, it was nothing. Here's the thing though, is that we did what we needed to do to keep, you know, the roof over our head, the lights on, food on the table and stuff. We didn't sit around and complain about the government. We didn't sit around and complain about complain about the economy. Yeah. We did what we needed to fucking do to live and to keep our bank account okay, pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's uh, an interesting thing that I find with like um, entrepreneurs compared to like just like people out in the average workforce is that there's just like they don't complain entrepreneurs don't complain they do what needs to be fucking done whereas you you know like go out into the I don't know I find it maybe even um, emphasized here in Alberta where everybody made a bunch of really quick cash in the oil and gas and then the economy, you know, falters a little bit and everybody starts complaining and wanting handouts and this and that. But it's just like, you know, you had it good. You made a bunch of stupid decisions, fill in your garage with stupid toys and bought the big house that you couldn't actually afford. And now you want handouts yeah. instead of just like doing what needs to be done to survive. Yeah, It's like if you can't afford your house anymore, sell it, sell your toys, sell shit. Yeah. Stop complaining. <laughs> yeah. Like we've certainly been through many different stages of, you know, like of doing really well and and not doing so well, but like we were always fucking fine because we did what needed to be done. Yeah. And and we took that and um, create a lot of opportunities from that. Once we started learning about that kind of stuff, we found other apps and then we found other companies. We started sourcing them out. Emmanuel's here and I'm going to, I think he's got a question once, whenever he pops on here, but there he is. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning, Emmanuel. How's it going, buddy? Good, good. So on that note, um, talking about doing what you got to do in order to get started or get yourself to the next level, would you guys recommend getting a credit card, whether it's to finance your first flip or using it as a down payment for your your first rental property? Would you recommend getting credit cards um, in order to, uh, to get started? I think that's two questions, two different answers. Um, yes, I think that that's a, definitely a good topic we should get into in the future. Um, maybe this week if we have time. But good debt and bad debt. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that um, borrowing money for a renovation um, from like your home equity line of credit is okay. But borrowing um, money from a credit card is bad because credit cards is bad. Anytime you use your credit card and you don't pay it off, it's bad. That's what mom said. That's what dad said. Grandma said. Um, I think that any access to any credit or any debt that you can um, you can access is is I, absolutely as long it's as you're doing it smart yeah. and you're and you're investing it properly, it's good debt. And that you've calculated what it's actually costing you. That you're not just oblivious. That thinking like 
ooh, free money. Like mm-hmm. it comes with a cost, right? So as long as that's kind of taken into account as if well. You can, if you can take that leverage it and make more money, yeah. then that's a good investment, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're spending it on dumb shit, then, then definitely yeah. don't. I, well, that's something that I was going to say is, um, Emmanuel, I know that you're young. And like, I think back to, you're like, you're like smart young though. Like I'm, I'm impressed with, kind, yeah. you're the good kind. <laughs> I'm impressed <laughs> with where you are and what you're doing because I think of myself, you know, in my early twenties, I don't know exactly how old you are, but I think back to like, <clears throat> I, when I had my first credit cards, I was not using them on renovations or buying houses. I was using them on concert tickets and clothes that I wanted to buy. Like I was, I was using them very irresponsibly. And then that debt just carried on with me into, you know, my later twenties and stuff until I got my shit together. Mine was online poker. Yeah. Wayne's was on online poker. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't just want to tell anybody, oh, just go get a credit card. Like you need to be responsible, but it's also a great way to start building credit as well. When you're Mm -hmm. young, like you need, you, you need credit to build your credit. (laughs) So if you can be responsible about it and not, you know, like I think of, I think of the pool of renters available to us when we're filling suites. And it's like, how many people are like, oh, my credit sucks. I made some bad decisions when I was younger. It's because like anybody can go out and get their first credit card and blow it on dumb shit and then not have the means to pay, to pay it back yeah. and those sorts of things. So just like a, a responsibility aspect plays into it. But what a powerful tool to get started with and to kind of build, start building your life with. Mm-hmm. The other side of that question was, should you use it as a down payment on your first property? Um, technically, you can't use um, yeah. um, credit credit for you can't you can't pull money from a credit card or a line of credit to be used. Unsecured debt is what I was trying to say. You can't use unsecured debt to uh, to finance a down payment. Um, I mean, you can you can pull it out and have it sitting in an account for a little while and say, hey, I've been saving this, but. On the other side, you've also got, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars of debt on a credit card. So like you're gonna have to service that debt. So um a little different, I guess, if maybe you're doing like a flip um and you're using private money. Um, you know, maybe you can use your credit card or, or line of credit to finance the renovations and then get see if you can find hundred percent financing um through a private lender or ninety percent financing. Um that's a possibility. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, to answer your question generally. Yeah, anything you have access to, I think. Um, I don't like saying this, but like you ask any successful investor how they got started and they've all got some dumb story and they'll, they'll say it's dumb, but you know, they did what they had to do. They all got some dumb story about how I put a $20,000 course on my credit card and you know, I learned how to do these things and I acted, I took action. I went and I made more money in the first year than that $20,000 and I paid it off and I'll never, you know, though it was dumb at the time, you know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'm glad I did because I did something as opposed to doing nothing. So I think whatever you have access to, you, Emmanuel, I say 100% yes. Anyone else who's listening, I say it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but thank you for your question, Emmanuel. Did Emmanuel just uh, win himself something? Oh, he's got himself a coffee. I don't know if Emmanuel drinks coffee, though. No, I'll, dr- I'll drink it. I'll take it. Yeah, you drink it. <laughs> it's free, I'll, I'll drink it. Goddamn right, you'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day, buddy. And thanks for calling in. I, I, you know, we appreciate it. It's, uh, 
what it's all about. And, you know, I see it. I, 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 I'm just, I don't know if she said it or not. I'm not going to call this person out, but I see Jason here. And I, I don't think I've seen Jason on live before. So good morning, Jason, as well. I saw you say good morning there. Um, glad you got up early and listened to the show. Guys, you got any more questions, feel free to ask them. Um, I was going to talk, continue talking about like how, you know, we develop that side hustle. Um, yeah, something cool that, sorry, can I? Please. Something cool that Wayne did is because, again, he he can't just take anything for what it is. He needs to see how he can amplify it or make to it 11. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> um, those types of things. So what he did is he actually reached out to the company and found like the the our market the Edmonton market manager mm-hmm, and regional manager. regional manager and contacted them directly and said, look, like we are available. We are a husband and wife. We would like to take, because you could only accept like, I don't know, like five jobs at a time or something yeah. like that. This so is he, with another company. Yeah. yeah. And so he was like, um, just like contacted them and started building a relationship and saying like, is there any way we could take on more? So what ended up happening is they would email us before the jobs were going to be released and say like, here's the 100 jobs that mm-hmm. are coming up. How many of them, which ones can you take? Yeah. And literally would just like assign them to our accounts. And so now we went from going out in an evening and making $30 to making several hundred thousand several thousand i can't yeah. remember it was a long time ago. i got on with the new company that um they were doing more of like audits yeah. and and inventory yeah um so we like we created a corporation for this too like we started putting it through we started a, like a mystery shopping and audit business on the side all the while i'm still you know i still got my my hundred and thirty thousand dollar a year job like things were just slow but even when the work picked back up again i was doing it on the weekends and the evenings um, and the jobs went from $3 jobs to like $15, $20 jobs. And I'd be able to squeeze two in, in an hour. Cause I would, I would plot out my whole week. I would be like, okay, you know, Monday night, I'm going to be heading down to this corner of the city. I'm going to do five, six jobs. And, uh, you know, there's an extra 80 to hundred bucks that night. And then, you know, then the next night I go down to this corner and then on the weekend I go drive up to, um, Grand Prairie and Slave Lake and, and uh, do like I, a tour of I Alberta. Do, yeah. And then, you know, the next weekend I go down to like the South and I go like down to like Brooks, Alberta. And Red I was, Deer, do, Calgary. And I was yeah. doing like liquor store audits and stuff like that. And just, yeah, it was really cool. They had a bunch of different clients, um, liquor stores, convenience stores, grocery stores, gas stations. And, um, you know, it just went from like some sort of little side hustle to like, hey, you know, you like the work that we're doing. Why don't you just hire us? hundred percent. Like, why don't we just do all of it? And they're like, Oh God, that's so much easier because they were getting these young people or like irresponsible people that were like doing it for the first time and they were doing it incorrectly. But whenever we sent it, sent in our paperwork, it was like, it was, they knew it was all good. There was no errors. And if they did have find an error, they'd email me and I'd email them right back within a couple of minutes. Like, Oh yes, yeah, sorry. That's supposed to be a seven. Um, like it was, it just, you know, it just yeah. took the initiative and went further and we did it for a long time until like, um, between that and real estate, it was getting a little too busy because we had real estate at the time. Um, it was in our early stages and, uh, then it started getting, you know, a little too much. I started actually, to be honest, you know what happened? What? We learned about agreement for sales. <laughs> that was literally what stopped me from, from doing that because I learned I'm like, Oh shit. 
the amount of time I'm putting into this, I should be putting into finding, finding deals for deals, zero money yeah. down. And I, I put all of my energy into that. And then I, and I email them. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Sorry. And they're like, what? <laughs> we gave you everything. <laughs> we gave you everything. Why could you do this to us? <laughs> uh, but no, they were, they were cool about it. And, um, that's when I went really hard and that's when things blew up for us. Yeah. Um, there's so many opportunities now, like the stuff that I was looking into online. I mean, like you can do voiceover work. Um, you can do, uh, you can audit, um, websites. There's like a company where you, you can go in there, um, and with a headset and microphone, uh, what they want you to do is they want you to go through a website and, um, basically talk as you're going through it. Okay, so I am on um, a pharmacy website, and my goal here, uh, as per my instructions, is to find Tylenol Extra Strength. So I'm on this website. As soon as I click on it, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to see if there's any tabs. No, no tabs. Drop-down bars? No. Okay, I don't see anything for um, uh, prescription. Uh, okay, pills? No, so I'm probably just going to go to the search bar. Okay, now I've gone to the search bar and I'm going to type in Tylenol Extra Strength. Okay, click. All right. And yeah, it came up first thing, first uh, result. Yeah, and I clicked on it. Now it says here this. So basically, it was really cool. Like you were, they wanted to know you as a person, how you analyze this, how you process it when you go to their website. And they paid, I think it was like $15 a job or something like that. It was, they had, there was a bit of training involved, but like just another example, that was something else that I looked into. Um, I mean, there's so many different jobs like that. Like just go type in how to make money online. Scroll past all of the affiliate marketing and drop shipping and become all that an stuff. Influencer. Um, become <laughs> a, an Instagram influencer. Um, I mean, that right there alone, the whole like market affiliating and, and like if you can get really good at that too. Um, online, you know, yeah. codes and that kind of stuff. There's really cool stuff there. Drop shipping is super, super um, yeah. dope. <laughs> I, I really like that stuff. Um, but I just, again, I decided that real estate was worth my time yeah. as opposed to doing that. We got a little bit into drop shipping, not drop shipping. We got into a little bit of, um, ordering, um, stuff from China, Taiwan. Yeah. We started ordering products and reselling them on Amazon and reselling them locally. Yeah. Um, still probably have some in the corner of our basement over here. Yeah. One or two boxes. Um, <laughs> used to be a garage full. Yeah. We, uh. <laughs> We, we're sourcing products. So we had them like um, made in China and then shipped in sea cans. Um, and they were shipped like on like um, ships over here. And then so, um, yeah, we were, we were, <laughs> it was another interesting uh, thing of like me staying up until like one, two o'clock in the morning and, and having WhatsApp conversations with a guy in Taiwan with really bad English. Um, just like trying to figure out what, you know, colors we wanted, what we want the packaging to look like, the labels and stuff like that and ordering these products and, and, um, and, and then coordinating the shipments and making sure that they got into the port of Vancouver. Okay. And then, you know, there'd be issues at the port. And so we're dealing with our, with our guys on the Canadian side, making sure that they're ready with the trucks to deliver them out here. And then we were delivering some to Ontario and stuff. It was, it was really, it was really interesting learning about like the whole importing process from from china um and then we put them up on amazon and creating amazon accounts and and selling them there and then we we're selling them locally here too um again all while i was still having a full-time job yeah. um i mean that how bad right, do you want it you guys how bad do you <laughs> want it that's you know what i mean like if you're an entrepreneur like you know what i'm talking about right now because we were doing this stuff plus we were doing um mystery shopping business plus i was working a full-time job 
you know, uh, the kid was, was just coming into, like, she was probably about one ish. Um, and, and like we had rental properties. It's if you want it bad enough, there's lots of cool things you can do. Yeah. Um, you know, I, to be honest, I, I, I'd probably still keep ordering. So what, what we, what we sourced out of the big product that we sourced out of, um, out of Taiwan was, uh, baby mats, like the foam baby mats, like the, the puzzle mats. Um, except we found like a wood grain, design. like a wood grain, like stylish type, not like the, the numbers and alphabet and stuff. So something for, you know, a, a nicer, newer house that they wanted something that wasn't like numbers and, and whatever letters. So we, we found like wood grain, really, really stylish ones. And, um, they're a really good affordable price point. And uh, yes, we sourced those in. And I mean, we were selling, oh, fuck, how many were we selling a month? We were making about 800 to 1,000 bucks a month selling these things off our front step. Yeah. Like, it, it, I think we, we had three shipments in over the years. Um, and we were, we were buying them for about nine bucks a pack. And we were selling them between 20 to 25 bucks a pack. So we're making on average 10 to 15 bucks a pack. Um, profit 100 percent, 100 to 150 percent profit and uh we learned that amazon which just like wasn't doing it and like the, the storage fees and everything else and the fees they were taking so we're like fuck this we started posting on facebook and kijiji yeah and um people it's funny me. you used to have people that we know message you being like okay wayne i'll buy your last i'll buy i'll <laughs> i'll buy your last couple packs <laughs> he's like no 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 <laughs> I'm selling these, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got a garage full. Yeah, <laughs> we literally, like, literally fill half of our garage full of pallets of these of these boxes. Yeah. Um, like fifteen thousand square feet of flooring we would have delivered into our garage. We we haven't we haven't parked in the garage in years. Um, <laughs> I, I thought this year would be the year, and now we filled it with appliances. <laughs> now we're now we're buying appliances in bulk. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, we used to do that, and we sell it all over you know the period of a year. About fifteen thousand square feet, we make about fifteen thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And so every year we made an extra fifteen thousand dollars. We were selling about a thousand square feet every month on average, you know, just that's a hundred packs. So someone come by and buy two packs, three packs, one pack. And then we, you know, they'd e-transfer us and we'd leave it on the front step. They'd come pick it up. It was the easiest thing. Yeah. And you can find that yourself. I mean, hell steal my, my foam flooring idea. Um, like go for it. I, I was planning on doing another order this past year, but unfortunately because of the importing exporting issues with, with China, that's the only reason I didn't do a, a shipment. Um, we got a few boxes left and I'm like, oh shit, I wanted to put like a 30,000 square foot order and fill the whole garage. Um, cause there's a lot of people at home and a lot of people having kids. Um, there's no shortage of babies being made. Um, so there's always, there's always foam mats that mamas are wanting and they're great Christmas presents. Um, but, uh, unfortunately because of the importing issues, we, uh, we just didn't do it, but probably next year we'll do another one. But I mean, you can do that too. Find your own thing, find your own product that everybody needs. I mean, we, one product that everyone needs is, is a place to live, right? So rent real estate's a really good example. Mm -hmm. Um, another good example was, you know, there's always going to be moms that want baby mats and very rarely do you see moms buying used baby mats Yeah, because they want the newest and the best for their little schnookums, you know, their little, <laughs> their little, their little boo-boo. I don't know, whatever. Lifeline, Gabby, lifeline. What are you? No, I'm just going to let this happen. <laughs> I'm just like. Little boo boo. <laughs> if you want it bad enough, there's lots of opportunities out there. And yeah. that's that's 
that's one example is is putting food on the table. Another example is is wanting something more with your life. Yeah. Like we made an extra fifteen thousand dollars a year selling baby mats on our front step. I did that, that while I was working. What? That could be your down payment on your first house. Goddamn right. I did that while I was working. I would get a message from, I'd hear ping, it'd be Kijiji. I'd go step outside like I was going to have a cigarette. And uh, and I'd answer like, hey, and they're like, we want two packs. Can we come pick it up? I'm like, yeah, sure. I would I would say two packs, $40, um, Joanne, 3 p.m. And I put it in the calendar. We have a sync calendar. And then I'd tell Gabby, hey, 2 yeah. p.m., Joanne's coming by. She's like, okay, no problem. So Gabby would put two packs out just a few minutes before. Dark or light. Dark or light because we had two <laughs> different colors. And we'd fill it, I'd fill the calendar with it. And Gabby would be like, you know, she'd see the notification. Okay, I got to put some mats outside. And they would pay me in advance. It was like super simple. There you go. Yeah. Like, you know, you can you can, you can build something like that, an extra $15,000 a year. And that's, that's your down payment for your next property. Um, or you can be a hustler and go and do mystery shops or deliver groceries or deliver drunk people or deliver drunk people alcohol or deliver what else do they deliver in these days food fucking pandemic swear to god you can, does anyone go to the grocery store anymore at all you either, not a lot of people know about instacart no no most grocery stores like walmart offers delivery um well, on offers delivery yeah a lot of them do it through uh, instacart though like you can get Superstore, Costco, um, H&M, like lots of like other clothing stores and stuff are coming on Instacart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember when this stuff start, first started happening, when Amazon was delivering stuff and there were, people were talking about delivering groceries and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, so I mean, that's cool. Because like, like for me, I don't want to go drive all the way down to Walmart when I'm low on paper towel. I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm probably just going to find a a towel or something to wipe it off with instead. <laughs> um, or the next time we go to the grocery store, we'll get it. Now. And I'm thinking, like, okay, that's cool. I mean, like, I could just click on this and they would deliver it and I'd have it by tomorrow. It saves me making a trip out to Walmart and having to deal with that shit. But then it was like, then it was like, oh, honey, you know, we should get some ice cream for the kid. Like, oh, yeah, let's go drive to Dairy Queen. I mean, I was trying to take 20 minutes to take an hour to get back or whatever else. Why don't we just order it? <laughs> like, literally, everything's, de everything's delivered to us. I'm running low on batteries, Gab. I literally, I can see I got four batteries in front of my computer here. Um, order batteries, make a note of it. <laughs> like I'm going to order batteries after I'm done this thing right here. Like it's so cool. And with that creates opportunities. Now people are delivering, you know, stuff from Amazon. People are delivering groceries, delivering, and that yeah. creates opportunities for you to have more time to do the things that are most important, but it also creates opportunities for you to also, um, to make some money on the side. Gabby's giving me the wrap it up. <laughs> I'm just hoping that somebody actually goes and does something with this because I know a lot of people know, struggle absolutely. with that first down payment. Yeah. I'm just trying to find a different way of saying it. Maybe that different way of, of configuring that statement or that point will actually get you to go out and take action. Yeah. I don't go into stores. <laughs> Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> Was that before, or, or before the pandemic or after the pandemic? <laughs> In general. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's that, people. I don't what? even know how we got here. I love that about this. I'm Most just no like, pros. I think it started before that. Maybe that's where it started. Most no pros. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You got a lawnmower? Come make some cash. <laughs> Come mow some lawns. Oh, right. I got my last heart in. Oh, you sneaky bugger. I know, but okay. I sucked in the rankings. So uh, Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen's got that, um, she's got that little extra NOS, that little booster. Um, when it comes around the last corner, she always sneaks ahead of Robbie. 
and um, <laughs> she's got these little tactics. So she sh she shares to social media. She she sends in claps. Thank you, Kathleen. <laughs> um, if you want to know how to get a couple extra hearts, uh, share it to yeah. uh, to social media. That's, yeah. Um, and then we got Robbie D and Ryan. Yeah. yeah, we really do appreciate it, guys. Yeah. And um, I wasn't going to say anything about this today, but uh, we're um, planning on um, uh, we we take notice of of everyone that's that's supporting and sharing and and commenting and stuff. And and there are options on this app for Top Fan. We're just working out um, how to get access to it and and how to find the statistics. But we're going to be offering uh, more gifts and giveaways for our Top Fans as well. So yeah. we really do appreciate you know being so loyal and sharing with your friends and if you got other friends that are like you know interested in real estate and you're thinking like oh, i might go buy a rental property something like that, just tell them about the show as well yeah. i mean it's free we don't sell shit it's yeah. just it's just you literally and i'm surprised that you didn't but you can literally just call in and just ask your questions yeah and uh, a little too late now but tomorrow like you know bring your questions i'm sure there's reasons why you're not taking action and uh and we want to help you get past that oh ryan sharing the show last minute Oh, trying to get a little boost over Robbie D. All right, Gabby, anything else? <laughs> no, that's it. Thank okay, you guys. guys. Have I'll a great see Monday. You guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 